0: My Natural Hair is a podcast that shares all the information you're looking to learn about natural hair. The movement, the styles, growing your hair naturally and meeting other people part of the natural hair culture and movement. My Natural Hair is hosted by LaDonna Sims and Markeisha St. Clair from Hair Goals 313. Collectively, LaDonna and Markeisha have over 25 years of experience doing natural hair. My Natural Hair is a live experience where you can come out and witness the show, meet the host, and have your questions answered. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. at Detroit SIP, located between University of Detroit Mercy and Mary Grove College at 7420 West McNichols, Detroit, Michigan. Join My Natural Hair every Sunday at 2 p.m. to experience the culture and the movement. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the My Natural Hair podcast and don't miss the how-to lessons, styles, and love of natural hair.
1: Hi, welcome to
2: My Natural Hair podcast. My name is Markeisha St. Clair. My name is LaDonna Sims and we are Hair Goes 313. Um, and today we're here to discuss how to find a natural hair care stylist. Um, it's a journey uh, trying to find that, but the first thing you would need to do is have an understanding of your own hair and how it works, how your hair works. Um, what, you, what products work for you, what products doesn't work for you. Um, if you don't have that education, then hopefully you're going to a place or you're looking up a place that can help you uh, find your curl pattern um and talk about the porosity and the, porosity. the density um if you um i know old older heads like to say curly coily, kinky uh new people are using 4c 3c 4b you know so those are just different um curl patterns um you know from loose uh to straight hair to curly hair to kinky coily hair kinky curly hair so um one of the things is just In order to find a natural hair care stylist, you want to make sure that she deals with your type of texture. Um, Researching
1: Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube is very helpful. You can also Yelp and see reviews on who's doing what. What keeps it very real. Yelp
2: keeps it. Very real. Yes. It,
1: yeah, so you wanna just make sure you read your reviews and um, consultations. Consultations are very important. A lot of people like to make hair appointments and just call somebody from a referral. I think it's very important to go to the salon and see your environment see if you know just how parking is which we have information on that also how to park at our establishment and how to um, come into our establishment as well but it's very important to just go and see what you're getting into and also look at instagram their pictures Facebook is very good with that, so you could get an idea. And on Facebook and Instagram, you could also click on real people, because a lot of people tag their stylist. And you could tag, go to the hashtags, and you could actually look at the progress of that person's hair if you want to as well.
2: Also knowing your comfort zone, um, if you're okay with uh, bending over sinks, um, going over someone's house, going into basements and you want to make sure that you're surrounding or you have someone that's uh, referring you to those places, because I have also been a girl that's been to a young lady that does hair out of her house, but the thing is, she started at a, a nice salon and so she decided to switch her career a little bit and she worked at her house so I was referred to her through other people and at that point um, I felt safe to go to her home Um, but for the most part you definitely want to go somewhere where where the person is reputable and um, you know if anything goes wrong you know something could be done about it Um, the other thing is finding a natural hair care stylist and also knowing your texture going back to that. um, You have places that say that they're natural hair places, but it depends on what your journey is. So some people believe that natural hair means, I haven't put chemicals in my hair, so therefore you have someone that does um, straightening, um, um, texturizing. Keratin treatments.
1: A lot of people think natural hair is just my hair not extension so you want to be sure that you're asking the right questions when you are going to salons because some people they just specialize in straightening but they call it natural hair care as well
2: Um, it it could be natural but at the end of the day you still have to use um, products that have chemicals in them to keep your hair uh, straightened um, And if you wanted to do any different styles, like really learn your natural curl pattern, uh, that type of natural stylist wouldn't be uh, the place we would recommend you to get to know your own texture of hair and your natural texture. Also, looking at different people's hair and different styles that, that may fit your hair texture, so you have to keep it real about the texture of your hair and what your hair does naturally, it comes out your scalp. So a lot of people are looking at their girlfriend's hair and her hair may be 4C, your hair may be 3C, you would come out with different effects and it wouldn't be our fault, it's just you happen to learn your texture and the things that we can do to help work with that naturally. And
1: also be honest about what you've been doing to your hair. And also, like, if we, if a stylist asks you, because we like to ask, what have you been eating? Sometimes that can affect your hair growth as well and we asked them about heat also. And we find a lot of people don't want to tell you really how much heat that they've been putting in their hair for some reason, I don't know. But it's very important to just be honest with your stylist and let her know how many times a year you've been putting heat in your hair because that could co- compromise your natural hair texture, curl pattern. And cost, also. You want to ask about pricing. With natural hair, pricing could vary depending on like if you have a whole bunch of locks or you have, you know, just 60 like me, 61. <laughs> to be exact. <laughs> so you the price is gonna vary. Our, our pricing starts at a starting price. So we have clients that have a million locks and we have clients that have only 61 locks. So the price will vary. So you wanna ask about pricing Also bring pictures, pictures of your hair goals, and your stylist should be able to let you know if you could achieve that look.
2: Yeah, we have a lot of different people that come in, but we have a lot of different women, um, a community of different people that do different things. So if you was to come to Hair Goals 313, if we can't do it, we can send you to someone that could help you meet your hair goals. So we try to to have a community of people that we could sing you depending on where you at in your hair journey. So you have to be really ready to learn your real texture hair. And it's a lot of different ways you can do it now. It's not that you have to lock or you have to do... Um, twist you, or wash and Yeah, it's out. a lot of transitional styles that you can do to leave your hair alone and also love on your scalp, feed your scalp, and relearn the things that we need to use for our hair when it's natural because Me growing up, as soon as I reached the teenage stage, it was automatically ready to get the perm. Like, I I really, we never really worked with my natural hair, only when I was a kid, you know, and doing my sister's hair, you know, doing braids and different things. And then when we get a certain age, we end up getting uh, perms. Um, And even when we did get perms, my mother did take us to a place that, I remember his name was Ivan, and he would give us perm, but he'll make sure that we had um, olive oil to block whatever to come in. It was just a natural way. You're supposed
1: wet- to put the relaxer straight on the scalp. Yeah. You're supposed to have a grease your scalp and then put the relaxer just a couple inches before your, not directly on your scalp. So.
2: And with that, um, our hair grew very natural and healthy, and it was very. It was very healthy. Everybody always wanted the Was like to wonder if you're wearing a wig <laughs> or not. But our hair was always healthy and nice. But the only thing is we never got a chance to see what our natural hair looks like and how to deal with the natural hair. So that can be a very hard journey. Um, but I think it's a little bit easier now because we have more places available. I know when I started my natural um, journey, I was in New York, so New York had more places. But I was able to look at magazines. And I would go and look at a magazine of a style that I liked. And I would find that salon and go to that salon. And so m- whether it would be expensive or not, when people would be like, God, you spending money for that. i just rather go somewhere that I knew that th- they can do my hair in the style that I wanted. and. Um, and learn from that stylist while she's doing my hair, asking her what she's using, and finding out it was some things that I can do natural um, myself. So my hair journey with my hairstylist um, helped me learn how to and get into the field that I kind of fell into later. but. Um, it was just a journey really trying to uh, grow out the permed hair and that brittle part and then getting to know that you're naturally god-given hair and knowing how to deal with it and once i found out the products and found to what to do it became an easier uh, journey and also having a, a, a couple of natural hair care stylists that that i can work with to keep me looking professional while i'm working in the corporate world also <clears throat> i also think it's
1: important i ask my clients especially new clients what kind of products they've been using their hair prior so i either have them take a picture of their products so i can let them know exactly you know if they're having some issues with their hair exactly pinpoint what they've been doing to cause you know damage dryness dry scalp because some products if you don't read the ingredients they could cause drying of the hair drying of the scalp allergic reactions and with a lot of chemical and dyes also so just be aware of your chemical your your products that you're putting in your hair we even have some people that come in that they really don't, don't even know what they're putting in their hair like I just use this shampoo or that shampoo is just important to know the products and what and reading your ingredients what else
2: Does anyone have any questions for us? Um, we was like fun. so another thing I think is important is finding out what uh, products that your hair hairstylist use. Um, when I was getting permed hair, I was a snob about what perms did you use? Like, what's the best perm? What's the top of the line is? So um, when you go to a natural hair care salon sometimes, you know, you just want to know what they use, and for me, because I care about what go in my body I kind of care about what you putting in my hair so if I come to your salon and you get everything from the Beauty and Barber Supply Store which is not really my favorite but I think uh, shout out to some of our people that this starting to get in there like natural liches, yes TG uh, I um, got into Sally's Both from Detroit Yeah, both from Detroit um, I think yeah TGI and that's from Detroit too so you have we have a lot more um, shame moisture uh, Carol's daughter um, even though she sold her brand to Revlon she might I think some of her stuff is still like 90% natural, natural. but the most important thing is like um, knowing knowing that when you go natural we need to have product that's more moisturizing conditioning mm-hmm. versus when we had a perm you want to have more bounce and less oil so um when your hair is natural you need more moisturizing conditioning products and you want to make sure that your salon is not cutting corners and your stylist is not cutting corners right. um i have um we get a lot of people that do Natural hairstylists that do cut corners, which we would like to um, get together with some of them, so we can all have a, a better community. Because we have to fix things that other people come in like brown gel with lots of alcohol. Right, it's the Any most. Gel with alcohol, it's like it turns your touch up or your your job into extra hours of getting this product off the hair that's smothering it, getting things off the scalp that's like smothering it and stopping the growth and causing itching and things to the scalp. and also noticing that some of the things that you use in your kitchen when you especially become a natural person, more a, a holistic natural lifestyle, I use my grapeseed oil, I cook with it, and I also make hair products with it and add essential oils that will pom- promote growth or whatever I need uh, that's going to help my hair. Um, so it's very important that when you go to a salon to make sure that they don't use uh, sulfate and. mineral oil petroleum petroleum, those are like the worst things we grew up with um we grew up on vaseline i mean it it was really hard to let vaseline go (laughs) um but i also was introduced to shea butter and i found out that shea butter just alone wasn't great so i would blend it with other things so the more i start doing things like that i can use things on my body that could go into my hair and they become three in one so once you become or start getting into your natural products and what you put in your hair and what you want in your body, you it, it it'll end up being easy. So, Natural Food Patch, Whole Foods, um, and I go to a online a couple of online businesses. And Naturalicious is from Detroit, and she's using clay like back in the days. Uh, we, my family is from Louisiana, and we had this natural red clay that was abundant yeah it's like and so i didn't know that the clay you can use it to draw out impurities in your body you can use it in your hair and it'll take out all impurities out your hair and it softens it i mean Mm -hmm. it actually is a but the thing is you we're so used to soap and suds, that right. sometimes suds and soap don't always mean clean. clean. So finding out about the uh, the red clay, and um, I might be going a little far with it, but I mean, it, you can use it as, on. Um, you know, um, this lady named Queen of Four, I use a lot of her products, and I've been using the clay on my teeth. Now, I still brush my teeth with the clay first, and then I use a non-fluoride shampoo, I mean, um, Toothpaste toothpaste afterwards, and my teeth would form up, and it got rid of bleeding. And I was like, "Wow, all this natural stuff that Big Mama used to do, and we went away from like Mm -hmm. using apple cider vinegar, using baking soda to pull out things in your hair. It's like Mm -hmm. going back to that lifestyle is uh, just—it's been amazing for me. And it's just like anytime somebody comes to my shop and they got uh, dandruff or uh build up, I I can't wait to make a concoction to get it all out. You know, I'm that girl that's like that like the bust bumps and uh-uh. you know, just the grossest stuff. But I mean if I can do it in a way that it won't turn to a blackhead. You know, I know how to put the stuff on where it'll be smooth. But I just think it's very important to um also once you start using natural products, know what works for you because even people say I can't use shea butter. I can't use nuts um I don't don't, you know olive oil don't work good for me or uh, coconut oil I think a lot of us thought that that was great but I found out it could be drying to some hair if your hair is more fine and it's more fine hair uh, curly hair yeah fine hair could penetrate the
1: coconut oil um, better than real kinky thirsty hair it would just drink it up and cause the hair to be
2: brittle and flaky and itchy so yeah um making sure that when you go to the salon they have a situation with where they have products that's really good and I I really liked going to a salon where they had things there that when I leave I can use it or we can tell you how to make stuff but most of the time people don't listen to what I say make they just, it, rather, buy they just rather buy it they just rather
3: buy it all right we're we're almost at the halfway point okay. I do want to ask this question you said that uh, you should always go in for a consultation. Yes. What should a consultation with the natural hairstylist be like? What should What should happen during that consultation to know that it was even worth doing?
1: You should come with your hair taken out of any style, twists, braids, just your naked hair, um, preferably freshly washed. You want to have all your questions asked. What's, we don't really hair type, but since people are getting into hair typing, we will now. But we will also, we just want them to ask all the questions you have, all the questions, um, show pictures of the styles that you want to achieve. We look at your hair, look at your scalp, make sure your hair is healthy and your scalp is healthy. Um, A good stylist will let you know if you have any bumps or anything in your scalp, a lot of buildup.
2: Yeah, a lot of people come to um, consultations. I just, I, you know, be prepared to get your hair wet if it's not wet already yeah. and it's not in its natural state. Be prepared for us to wet it and to see what's going to, with it, going on with it, and assess it. Um, um, when you come in with the wigs and your hair is covered, we've been having a lot of clients like that that come through and. They've um, been smothering their hair with a wig, and the hair is very brittle. So we might have to do, you have to probably be ready to, when you come to a natural hair care salon, depending on what your hair looked like, we might have to do transitional styles or send you somewhere else that they can do something for you. Because if it if your hair doesn't curl and it doesn't fit into, what we do, then we have to do something that's transitioning. So, yeah, when you come to a natural hair salon, we're going to really just have to be able to see your hair and be ready for it to be wet and to get how it is, yes.
1: Yeah. All
3: right. Uh, another question kind of connected to that. Um, how do you even know what, what type of hair you have to pick the style that you want? Like, should I be picking the style based on the type of texture I have in my hair?
2: A lot of us don't know the texture of our hair, especially if it's not, haven't been in this natural state in a long time, but um, you can look up online where they'll show you where you take your hair in this wet state and what it looks like if it's, um, if it's when you wet and it's straight, that's another one. And then you have some that have zigzag curl and then also we have different textures because we all are mixed with different things um i find that the back of the nape of my hair is more tighter than the top of my hair is more straighter and the ends is another texture so you may have more than one texture in your hair so the thing about this is still it comes back to nobody could just you can't just sit in a chair and get on. you know like you got to do some you got to do your work yeah uh, you got to, and if you don't, and you come in there, we will we'll be. We'll have ways that we can try to get you to get your hair out. Cause I, when I when I went natural, I had to do a transitional style because I was in the corporate world and I couldn't really just wear my hair in between the perm and the new growth and go to work. It's just, mm-hmm. and it, the self-esteem part was really hard. So I end up getting, you know, the. I keep bringing up her name Maxine from Living Single. Um I saw her hair and I found that they were braiding her hair with yarn and it looked like when you saw Living Single she had locks. So I went to that stylist and I wore my hair like that then I was able to add the proper products once the stylist dealt with me she told me you can use this leave-in conditioner so Aveda and Carol's daughter was really big at that time so I went Carol's daughter crazy I just had her body products down to her hair products just and um, an Aveda Institute I would go there and get products too and you know for my face and my hair because they were like about 97 to 92% all natural so yeah okay so I have a question is there a time frame? I do not have a perm, but yes, no. I do put heat in my hair a little bit. Is there a time frame that it would take for me to be able to see my natural hair texture? It would depends. I have to go without heat for a while before I see
1: it. It depends on what your hair look like looks like after we wet your hair, how it is, because I've
2: wet your hair before. I, it is I know. A fro. You I'm do not, have a you, comeback you, you, method, but do, are your ends straight too? Because to I don't really get a chance too. to see your hair totally like, you know, it's always in a bun or it's done. It's not, it's a bun or it's done. I never just seen your One hair wet. At the end. At the, end? at the end? Yeah, it just all depends on what it looks like after we wet it and shampoo it. Would you have to cut the straight ends if you're ready to yes. start now, mm-hmm. if you're ready to do it now? And I don't think you have a lot of straight, because sometimes if somebody mm-hmm. have a lot of straight ends, I would say do a transitional till you can get that length. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that you can do a wash and go or something like mm-hmm. that, because okay. you don't really you, – and you've been, you can do some transitional styles too. So Twist
1: okay. and braids. But pretty much anybody that has a curl texture, any, they could have a two strand twist, a wash and go. It just depends on if there's any heat damage or chemical damage. So th- the hair is just going to look different. And we could also sh- look at the texture of their hair if their hair is finer, kinkier, and show them what their wash and go will look like, what, how their hair is. Show them how the two-strand twists will look like what their hair is, how their hair is. Some people that have real fine hair, they can't do two-strand twists, because the hair just, it won't, it won't sponge up like really kinky or 4A, 4B, 4C hair.
2: And is there any treatments for like heat-damaged hair?
1: No. You just have to grow
2: it out, then cut it off eventually. There's no such thing as straddling the fence. You're going to have to be natural or not. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> hey. Hi. Hi. Love your hair. Thank you so much. I love my hair, too. Aww. Um,
1: I have a question yes. for other people who may have felt the way I felt. Uh, When I first started going natural, I went to a shop, and not disclosed. And what I noticed when I was in there is, like, everybody had weaves in their hair. It was not—no one who did hair was natural. So, I felt some kind of way actually spending my money there and taking advice for those people Mm -hmm. because not one person was natural. Am I wrong for feeling that way, or— What's that
2: new song? Walk it how you talk it. What? Walk it how you talk it. Walk <laughs> it how you
1: talk it.
2: Okay, but um, we'll, well, okay. So, in defense for people that that may wear weaves, like um, it could be a transitioning style for them. Right. I I thought the same thing. Um, yeah, like. Mm. Their work but, should show it all. Yeah, they work should. Like, if you see the work, then it should show it all. Um, but you just don't know, like. Hairstylists do a lot to their hair. Like, yeah. I mean, I look at the girls that work in my shop. Like, like not in you know in the salon suites that I work in. And every week it's a color change, a cut. You know. Yeah. So some people do a lot, and um, but they know how to do natural hair. It's almost like you know people judging the cook if they not big and could they cook like. It's all in the food, <laughs> like, if the food better taste good. That's why some... <laughs> but, but, yeah, yeah. but we all have, like, it is, I think that um, if you are natural, it would, to me, I would, you know, I would want to deal with a person that lived that lifestyle, yeah. you know, I wouldn't want an obese yoga teacher, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, I kind of want to see somebody, like, who they are. Like, I, right. I was even like that about preachers. Right. Like, I'm like, okay, you a man of God, and... But you fat and y'all eat everything after church. Like, do I want that to be my leader? But then at the end of the day, you still could go to church and you get a good word, yeah. and you know it's all good. Right. But yeah, I just think it's all the proof is in the pudding. But I, I feel you. That's why it's important to go to salons and do consultations
1: so you can see the environment. Sometimes your gut feeling will walk you out the door or sit you in a chair yeah and
2: pictures (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like yeah you guys are great at sewing thank you you're welcome welcome. so um okay hi hey girl hi um okay so my
1: issue is So some of my hair will do ringlets and some of
0: it will do waves and some of it just won't do nothing at all. My hair is very finicky. Is there a way for me to train my hair to get a constant curl or wave because it just does what it want to do when it
1: want to do it to the point where I just wet and go and it falls where it falls. You could train your hair to be exactly what your hair is. So I suggest the curly girl method and it's the method that... Have your hair to the complete hydration level it's supposed to, once your hair gets into that complete hydration, it's gonna curl and kink how it's supposed to. So when you get a chance look up the curly girl method, it's like a conditioner only method, mm-hmm. using shampoo, sulfate free at a minimum, and it will have your hair on point. Yes, it's
3: just,
1: it's hard. <laughs> Trying to but it looks curl. good. It does look good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So I have more volume.
2: But it can be manipulated. Oh,
1: it that, could be. Ma- yeah. It and- could be manipulated, and then um, different techniques to imp- applying your product, mm-hmm. turning upside down, scrunching up, and also if you're, are you putting heat in your hair? No. No heat at all. So that's a that's good. So you just need to get some products that have a lot of hydration in it. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I use. What kind of co-wash? Um, oh, it was a whip butter the one It has, It's supposed to have no full
0: fight. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't think of the name of it. It's company. Okay. It was something that I got from, um, from Marshall. Okay. It was one of the co-washes that I
1: bought from Marshall. I think you would benefit from the Diva Curl line. Oh, Diva Curl. Or what's another line? The Curls line. Okay. Yeah, and with you, it looks like you could just do conditioner only. Okay. So once you just you just use your conditioner as a styler and that could be like the as I am leaving, you could just use that as your styler. I wouldn't use anything heavy like a gel because it's just gonna wear your hair down. My hair is too fine. Yes, Mm -hmm. so conditioner only and then you could re-wet it and then your curls will start popping more.
2: And the more she do that, the more her her hair start getting used to it being. Yeah,
1: it finds its curl home and it kind of like stays in it. Thank you ladies. You're You're welcome. Walk it, how you talk it. <laughs> I think that pretty much.
3: Um, one. one last question connected to that, and you're right. It's about to get to the end. It's like a minute left, sorta. Of. Um, okay, what if you're mixing, doing your own hair, and still selecting a stylist? Like, at what point are you going to, if, if if you're doing your own natural hair and then sometimes go to a stylist, uh, can it be counterproductive? Can it affect how the stylist does the hair? I mean, what's you guys' opinion of that? Because I'm sure a lot of your clientele also does their own. Yeah, room.
1: that's why it's important to see what your stylist is. Just ask questions if you're interested in going back and forth. This, a good stylist will let you know exactly what they put in your hair, the method. You can watch if you want to watch them, how they put the product in your hair, so on and so forth, and just carry on that those same methods at home as well. It can, if you're not doing the same thing or you're using a product that has mineral oil in it, and then you come back to the salon, they are going to have to strip the mineral oil out with a sulfate shampoo. So it you can kind of set make your hair work. goals back. Yeah, you can work. make
2: more work for the next person, but again, we like if your your stylist should be fine with sharing. Like I share mm-hmm. everything we use. We share ev- all the information. So, if you want to get it and you want to do it yourself, you can. It's just that I'm not going to have you at the consultation just breaking you down everything I do like come get your hair done you know what I mean <laughs> like that you will have people that really come in and have notes and just want to what you do so how you do that like I'm not a school and wh- I, And that's what I did I mean when I went to get my hair done I, I looked and I asked questions and right. then I, I would I would try it at home and then I'd be like I'm not doing this my hands this is a lot this is three movies in and I got to do my <laughs> hair so it's like I mean we got clients that would come and they try to do stuff all the time. You got guys that yeah, let babe do their hair and it's like I'm going to have to have a conversation with you because now you're pushing the clients back to, I, I got to push the client back because you have gel in your hair and you have buildup so and I have to, before my clips could touch your hair on my comb, this, gotta, this water got to be clear. Mm-hmm and you know and then it also you know it changes the price of the hair and then you know we might have to so it's good when we when every time i talk to a client and i look at your hair and that's another thing about finding a good hairstylist she should let you know every time that you're getting your hair done what's going on i have to have yeah. a conversation like hey what 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 you use in between mm-hmm. Nothing, you know, I ain't do nothing. Well, we're gonna have to do something, you know, like you just because you have locks don't mean I just come to you, I don't let nobody touch it. I mean, I appreciate that, but not really. Like, you gotta, (laughs) you know, put you some leave in conditioner, you have to add you some oil, you have to do something in between. Uh, so once we talk about that, and we, you know, and I'm we usually lead you, and you usually because we tell everybody what to do. Like, even if, you know, you got flaky scalp, you know, they try to come at your product, but it's like, have you been drinking water? Have you been, uh, did you have a lot, uh, not a, um, chlorophyll? Have you been eating raw vegetables, steamed vegetables? You know, it's a lot of things. Are you on high blood pressure medicine? It's a lot of things that could dry you out Mm -hmm. outside of just a product. Are you
1: using beauty store oil concoction or are you just using The olive oil, the kind that you cook with, those are the best oils to use in your hair. Grapeseed oil, avocado oil. That beauty supply oil, if you look on the back of the ingredients, it has like 15 things. It should just say olive oil. It should just say coconut oil or avocado oil, not avocado. Petroleum and mineral is the major one, yeah. Like, it, it looks like this. You see this? It'll have olive oil at the top, and then all this in those beauty, um supply oil so you don't want to be using on your hair at all so thank you we want to thank everybody for coming out and to our natural hair podcast and our next episode is going to be my natural hair is a damage so we're going to be talking about damage heat damage chemical damage so on and so forth
2: <laughs> so thanks for checking out. Um, Here goes three one three. My podcast. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, again, uh, you can check out our web page, um, our Instagram page, Facebook page. Here goes three one three. and if you also, if you want products or anything, any knowledge on products, you can give us a call and we can guide you to the good products or what products to use. We also do consultations at our salon and we can put you with other places to go, or you can get your hair done with us. So, uh, we look forward to, uh, seeing you next week. We have some literature up here, business cards and,
1: um, pricing cards. If you want to check those out as well. Thank you.
0: My natural hair is a podcast that shares all the information you're looking to learn about natural hair the movement, the styles, growing your hair naturally and meeting other people part of the natural hair culture and movement. My Natural Hair is hosted by LaDonna Sims and Markeisha St. Clair from Hair Goals 313. Collectively, LaDonna and Markeisha have over 25 years of experience doing natural hair. My Natural Hair is a live experience where you can come out and witness the show, meet the host, and have your questions answered. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. at Detroit Sip located between University of Detroit Mercy and Mary Grove College at 7420 West McNichols, Detroit, Michigan. Join My Natural Hair every Sunday at 2 p.m. to experience the culture and the movement. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the My Natural Hair podcast. And don't miss the how-to lessons, styles, and love of natural hair.